Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a special episode. Um, I have a near and dear friend that's close to me, um, uh, visual media founder, photographer, wise counsel. Ah, come on. <laughs> uh, what else? What is it, 2016 homecoming? Ah, no, you're making me young. Uh, it was 2013. 2013? We old, yeah. Dang. Yeah. Wow. We old, man. Father, husband, <laughs> uh... The man himself, Izzy. What's up, Roy? Wow, I'm chilling, bro. What's it's up? good to be here, man. Thanks, bro. Thanks for sliding. You yeah, know what I mean? Good to be here for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, like a lot of a lot of our circles know each other, mm-hmm. know you. Um, but for those who don't, um, you're you know, you do visual media, mm-hmm. um, a lot of photography. Um, what what is what is visual media and like how did you start that? Um, and then we're gonna segue into more it's like personal stuff. Right. You know? Um, yeah. So visual media started um, in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew a liking to photography. I always had a liking for it, but I never really had the vehicles to like pursue it. Right. So when I came to Temple, I was a therapeutic recreation major. Mm-hmm. Well, first I was undecided. Mm-hmm. Came to yeah. college like I need to go to college. <laughs> I don't know exactly what I want to do or what right. lane I want to go. Right. We'll talk about that in a minute. Right. But um. So then about a year into college, I took up therapeutic recreation, mm. which was going to take me to the route to be an occupational therapist mm. um, if I was to go to get my master's. Right. So I got there, spent about a year in it, took some classes, kind of BS my way through it, right. um, and realized that it kind of really wasn't what I wanted to do. This so was like I think sophomore I was, year? Yeah. Okay. Sophomore going into junior, actually. Okay. So I was just like, I'm late in the game. I know I'm going to have to do some time later for it, but like... Right. Yeah. I'm not passionate about it. I think I'm, I was supposed to be an occupational therapist because it sounds good, Yeah, personally. Like, yeah. you know, you make your family proud. You're going to pursue whether you want to pursue being a doctor or something like that. Right. I knew I had a gift to reach people and help people That's in some true. way, shape, That's or form. That's very true. Didn't know how, but yeah. I knew that for some reason, mm-hmm. I have this gravitational pull towards people who mm-hmm. need help. But why do, you think that, why do you think that is? Is it because, like... <clears throat> like, you know, friends, you know, strangers, whomever it is, like, they just come to you and, like, dump their issues, which is, which we will talk about that, too, mm-hmm. about, like, your own, you know, personal battles and things like yeah. that, like, and trying to balance it, too. But, like, why do you think people come to you and gravitate to you for, like, help? I don't know, bro. <laughs> and, like, I would sit here and come up with all this fancy stuff, but yeah. I can't front. I have no idea. And maybe it's not time for me to find that out yet. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. But it does feel good, especially in a time like now, to be a person that people feel like, Right. They can trust more right. so than anything. Right. Um, and I'm a listening air most of the time. Like, if you talk, I'll let you talk. I yeah. don't have to say anything back. But it's nice that, I don't know, it makes me feel good that people trust me that much. Right. Because I don't always think that highly of myself. I'm a human being. So, right. like, it's just nice that people can still feel that. It's letting mm-hmm. me know that it's something is a higher than myself. Right. So it's more important. What, um, um, I think, like, even, like, through your photography, like, that, that also is, like, a form of therapy in and of itself mm-hmm. um, for you and for your clients. Yes, sir. Um, so I guess how, you know, how are you choosing your clients? You know, how do you go about your creative process? Like, what does that look like for you um, with visual? I think it's pretty much like anybody, like starting off like anybody with a business mm-hmm. in some form. It's somebody reaching out to you about something that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, and my job is to make sure that that need is met. Yeah. So... Um, sometimes it goes deeper than that. Like you said, sometimes yeah. I end up meeting people and building, like, right. real friendships with these people. But it's right. first, like, okay, I'm having a baby, and, I, you know, yeah, we need – we're having a baby shower. So, yeah. like, I need a photographer for four hours. Cool. Right. Ends up being more than that. I just did a wedding with somebody, like, right. where the experience was way more for me yeah. than I thought it was going to be. So I think it just start out with anything. Anybody – somebody needing something from you. Yeah. Um, You trying to provide that thing for them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it ends up being way more than – just yeah. the reward of you getting the photos right. and me getting your money. Like, right. it's like... <laughs> it's like a relationship. But yeah. I think, like, for you, like, you have... And you've had, like, Temple on lock. And as people grew, mm-hmm. right, and people, you know, are in relationships, so they do their, their brands, or mm-hmm. they do they, you know, I don't know, you know, goes to work at Google, whatever mm-hmm. it is the case. Maybe you have footprints on everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that, like, you know, like you said, like, it's a relationship. Like, you touch a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um you dropped the you drop we gonna we gonna segue from the whole like you know career stuff yeah you know All right. I mean we can leave that yeah. I know we that's a nice leave. warm up we, that's a warm up you know what I mean here. like that's what yeah. he does that's mm-hmm. who he is it's Izzy okay whatever okay you know what I'm saying bro you're a father you're I mean dad. you can't just say that to me and me not say <laughs> that back to you though yes sir I mean Thank you're you. expecting Thank this. You. 
earlier than I am. I might be calling you like, yo, bro, we about to go into labor. I feel it. So, like, yeah, what did you do? Like, you'll be able to yeah. share that experience with me. Yeah. Does it, like, and we talked about a lot of this stuff, like, obviously off, off wax, but, like, being a father, man, like, how does that make you feel now? This is your first. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go on the record first and be like, it's a boy. You know I feel saying? it. You know I feel the mean? same thing. I need. I need. I that, think most you know of us mean? feel that. Lil Normie's the best yeah. friend, you know. Um, but like, how does being a, a a parent feel to you, and also being a black father? Yeah. You know, we'll 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 tackle in marriage onto that, but like right now, just how do you feel being a black father? Oh, uh, I think a little. I don't want to say overwhelmed. I could say overwhelmed. Yeah. Overwhelmed with emotion about it. Mm-hmm. I'll say that mm-hmm. a lot of happiness. Yeah. Um, underlying with a little bit of anxiousness i don't want to claim anxiety behind it but anxiousness yeah um i think me talk we talked before off this about like my anxieties about me and my dad not necessarily having the most emotional emotionally emotionally led excuse me relationship right. right so my fear is that i wouldn't be able to relate right to my child right. and i think that's my biggest like hard part on myself because i'm like i don't want to raise up kids my dad's mm. a great man like i'm mm. not talking down on him but yeah. i'm like yeah we all could have did something better and i'm yeah. like emotionally I feel like we could have had more had more of a connection. Right. And I think we're building that now, so I'm grateful that I still have the chance to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think that's my fear. Like yeah. my fear goes into I don't want my child to know that dad was always around but not feel like they can trust like me. Present, yeah. Like or feel not. like they can talk to me in the sense of like, Dad, this is what I'm going through, this is what I'm experiencing. Right. Like, help me. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like coincidentally Tia, um my wife sent me this uh article from the New York Times and it was talking about um, how to help kid, kids open up about anything. Mm-hmm. And it kind of discussed like, you know, allowing them and you to have like a space where you can discuss like their emotions and putting words to their emotions. Um, but even like before they hit that, you know, four or five, six age, you know, prior to that, like I think, and I share that same anxiousness with you is like, this is something new. Mm-hmm. Like this is a whole sure. person that's, uh, that's from birth to adulthood. Forever. 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 We're not even going to say adulthood. Like, yeah. Forever. And it's different from, like, you have a friend that, like, you can chop it up and go through different stuff with and whatever. And, yes, there are different communication tools that are necessary for that relationship in terms of adult that can translate to a child. But, like, being responsible for a child Mm -hmm. makes me anxious. Mm -hmm. Being, like, you know, knowing that you have to teach your child and, like, grow your child in the faith and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, that kind of makes me like, dang, like they're gonna have their own personality, and like you said about like having that emotional connecti- like connectivity to your child. It's like I don't want to be in the same house as you, and you think that like I'm just Norman, yeah, well, uh, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And you just Norman the third, right? And that's just it, exactly. Um, and like like to even like to your point about your relationship with your pops, like I feel the same way. Like like me and my dad for for a while, I used to feel like. You know, he was just Norman Senior, and I was just Norman Junior. Right. And it's no not to my pops. Yeah. I love my pops at all, and we all gonna make our own mistakes. Absolutely. But it's just that, like, I felt like we didn't really connect. So I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you're just another man. I'm out here on my yeah. own. I'm feeding for myself. Right. Feeding for myself. Stuff like that. Um, but there was this one thing my pop actually asked me, and he showed me, and I'm pretty sure you saw it, the the movie Fences. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was. I read scene, the book too. Nice read. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Very studious of you. Yeah, my I guy. guess. But <laughs> the the scene that we're referring to, and I'll, I'll play a clip right here. Can I ask you a question? What the hell you got to ask me, Mr. Stewiggy, the one you got the questions for? How come you ain't never liked me? Like you? Who the hell said I got to like you? What law is there say I got to like you? Want to stand up in front of my face and ask a damn fool-ass question like that? Talking about liking somebody. Come here, boy, when I talk to you. Straighten up, goddammit. I asked you a question. What law is there say I got to like you? None. All right, then. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. Nigga, as long as you in my house, you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why you think that is? Because of you. <laughs> Hell, I know it's because of me. But why do you think that is? Because you like me? Like you. I go out of here every morning. I bust my butt putting up with them crackers every day because I like you. 
You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. It's my job. It's my responsibility. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You live in my house, fill your belly with my food, put your behind on my bed because you're my son. Not because I like you, because it's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. Now, let's get this straight right here now before I go along any further. I ain't got to like you. Mr. Rand don't give me my money, come pay day because he like me. He give it to me because he owe me. Now, I don't give you everything I got to give you. I give you your life. Me and your mama worked that out. Between us and liking your black ass wasn't part of the bargain. Now, don't you go through life worrying about whether somebody like you or not. You best be making sure they're doing right by you. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Asking him, like, you know, do you like me? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and the father's just like, nigga, I ain't got yeah, like you. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. Like, you know, you this, this, that, and yeah, yeah, like, so, um, my father asked me what I thought about it, but like, you know, going back to that movie and that book, like, how did that make you feel? And even like relating that to you and your child, that like, we don't know if you're having a boy or girl, mm. or what, you know, what have you, but that's a real thing. Like, your son or daughter is asking you, do you like me? Right. You love me, looking for affirmation. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, how do you think that scene, like, what, like breaking down that scene, like, how do you feel about that? How does that make you feel as a father, like, seeing another man kind of have this very God, like, I only provide, not God, yeah, you know, like provider, like, yeah, yeah. just that's it, yeah. no emotion. I, ha- that's what I experienced, like, yeah. you know, that's kind of my experience. My dad, when I was, my parents split, so my mom and dad, um, split when I was seven years old, mm. um. So a lot of on and off, but I like watch my mom spiral into a deep depression. Yeah. Um, behind losing my dad and mm-hmm. their relationship kind of splitting and them like not being able to have a conversation on the phone right. without an argument. Right. Wow. Like you know what I mean? So like I was on the side of seeing my dad as kind of like nigga, I don't really want much to do with you because right. I watch my mother spiral down every time she has a conversation with you. Right. And the blame is going that way because it's like. I'm not spending time with him. I'm spending time with her. Right. I saw my dad maybe a couple times a month. Right. He always provided. Right. I always had sneakers. I always had the latest clothes. Like, that was never a problem. Right. The issue was, I think, the fact that why does every time you have a conversation with my mother, mm. why do we have to deal with the effects of her depression? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you're not being responsible. You're not being a responsible man because yeah. you have children here. Yeah. So every time you mistreat her, you're yeah. mistreating your children. Yeah. So as a, I understood that at a very early age. Yeah. And that was a lot for me to, to understand. Not that I'm better than anybody else or more wise. It's just right. one of those things that caught me. Right. And like. And that's not fair. Like that, obviously, yeah. like to like the justice in the situation. Like that's not fair for you as a child mm-hmm. to have to bear bear uh, burning that is not yours. Right. And you try to correct that. Yeah. So. And learning at, I'm what twenty nine. I just turned twenty nine. Yeah. I was 25 mm-hmm. or four, one of those early, mid-20s when I found out that my mom had a drug addiction that I didn't know about. Wow. So, like, I was watching her not only spiral into depression, but also turn to drugs. Right. She hid it from us very well, right. but it's something that she was dealing with. Yeah. And it was just, like, a lot of turmoil on the end and we received a lot of that Mm -hmm. and not blaming anybody for anything because like I said they come from families where they dealt with some kind of neglect or hurt it's life and how it goes in cycles unfortunately so it's like I don't blame them for it but now I see why they did things the way they did I see why my mom was the way she was about certain things Mm -hmm. and some of it was like protection like I may feel like this but as long as I have my children Mm -hmm. then it doesn't matter what else I'm going through so yeah, even though she kept us in struggle, we didn't have, she hid a lot of the struggle from my dad mm. because she didn't want my dad to have access to be able to take us from her because it's, feel, it's the only thing she felt like she had. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so layered, bro. Yeah. And like, it's a lot yeah. of like, bro, it's a lot of deeply rooted stuff in that. Yeah. Like we slept in, and this is not pity. This is just real life. Right. We slept, me and my little sister slept in. Remember the puffy yeah. down coats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We slept huddled up with my mom the for weeks. The old three oversized puffy yes. joints? Yeah. We slept huddled up with my mom for weeks in a house with no gas in mid-December. It's like, no lie, 14 degrees outside. Yeah. So, like, 
And she would cry at night, and I would hear her while we were sleeping. I guess she would try to be strong. Yeah. But, like, she's still like, I'm holding on to my children. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, no matter what state we're in, as long as I got them, we're, yeah. we're good. That's how she looked at it, which I can't be mad if that's the only thing you feel like you have. Right. Then, you know, you hold on to it. Right. We had to deal with the struggle of that. Right. Because even though, you know, we feel we want to be with our mom, but at the same time, it's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to deal with the you know the right. hard part of life a little bit. Right. So experiencing that all in a nutshell is just like it made me kind of resent my dad mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, because I was like, even if she hid this from you for this long and you're mad at us now because we weren't supposed to tell you and you're putting us in the middle of it, all yeah. unhealthy things yeah. for kids. Yeah, it's a lot of weight. Even though that's the case, I'm like, I sometimes used to think like, why didn't you feel that? Why didn't you know? Right, like why didn't you? Right, like like something like yo, I feel the same way about. Pretty much anyone who does something wrong, mm-hmm. it's like, why don't you feel that you did something wrong? Right. Even if, like, the other party did something, like, you know, to them. Not saying that this yeah. in that case was yeah. your mom's, but it could be anybody. Yeah. It's like, in you as a man, mm-hmm. in you as, you know, whatever, fill in the blank person, like, yeah. why do you not feel like you did anything wrong? Mm-hmm. Why, like, in effect, and you live your life like it's sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, and you have this like very self righteous mentality yeah. of things. So, yeah, I hear that and I understand that thought process. And I yeah. think as I got older, I started to realize that I was wrong mm. about the way that looked. What do you mean? Because that's the way we feel about the way we think people are behaving when they do these things. Like mm-hmm. we think like, oh, you just don't want to take any ownership, or right. like you don't even realize you did something wrong. A lot of times, that's not the case. What I realized as I got older is that mm. my dad harbored a lot of guilt. Because mm. my dad spiraled into a depression, like, recently. Yeah. So, um... But, like, even, like, spiraling into guilt. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I, w- I went through that stage of, like, resenting my pops mm-hmm. and resenting my moms and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure they both have levels of guilt. Of course. But I feel like if you are a neutral party and you come to a situation with, like, an open mind and a level of, like, love and care... Mm-hmm. I feel like being the party that's wrong and still having guilt, like you have the opportunities to change that's things. That's right. Yeah. But it's like you're just not because what? Like, you know what's what I mean? What's the reasoning behind Like, what's that? the reasoning what behind this? Right. So, yeah, man. Like, even like the trauma, like, like relating that to even having a child. Mm. And we talk a lot about generational curses and stuff like that. Like, like how like and you're preparing yourself to break those mm-hmm. through practical steps mm-hmm. and it's not really like a you know a list that we can go through but um yeah like how, how are you ment- like mentally preparing yourself because that's a lot of trauma coming from you know watching your mother go through this mm-hmm. right depression and, and drug abuse mm-hmm. and, and that being a, a pro- byproduct of how someone else is making you know her environment right mm-hmm. relationships mm-hmm. you know expectations maybe for herself and then, like, on the flip side, like, your pop dealing with guilt mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, those are a lot of curses mm-hmm. and drama um, that's not really passed down to you. But there's, like, a study that talked about, like, trauma affects black and brown people. And it doesn't – it's not really, like – it's a study I could pull up, but it talks about how it kind of embeds in your genetic code. Yeah. That you're not predisposed, mm-hmm. not saying that at all. Yeah. But, like, it's just something that, like – you, the trauma is just passed down to yeah. you. And now it's like your responsibility to like go into your marriage with Tay, yeah. do something that nobody's not, Bruh. you know, have done before, right. you know, and kind of lead this life. Um, so how are you dealing with like the responsibility? Like, cause there's a responsibility mm. in you to like sure. lead and break those. Mm. So how are you, how are you dealing with that? Um, I think that for a while it was overwhelming, especially at the beginning of getting married. Yeah. Um, it was just like, like, mm. I'm doing this, and, like, I know this is what I want. Mm. That doesn't mean that it's always comfortable. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm in it, and I'm like, I love my wife, like, yeah. with everything in me, and, like, would do anything for her. Yeah. Literally would lay my life down. But, right. like, it still was a hard transition. Right. Um, and I think that overall, just to answer that question, I think it was more so looking into myself, and I think that the marriage has helped me yeah. with that. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Being married has made me, like, open up emotionally in ways that, like, I wouldn't have done if I was single. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I always mm-hmm. say, like, because I would have probably turned to something else. Right. You Whether it was more Future women. Hendrix. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, you know what, what I mean? Like, Whether yeah. it was more women, right. and I would just turn into sex because it was easy to get and it's right. accessible and it's more than one person. Right. So it was like, 
it's easy to you do. You have no responsibility to yeah. these women. But I can I can let off whatever burdens I feel right. temporarily because after it's done, you're still in the same space anyway. But that's another right. conversation. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I think overall, it just made me realize I got to focus on this one person. Yeah. And though I have my own issues, she has her own issues, we have our own problems. Mm-hmm. It's up to us if this is where we want to be mm-hmm. to deal with ourselves to be better for the marriage. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of times I feel like when you get married, people... Talk about the two becoming oh, one and everything yeah. like that, but yeah. also you have to still be a whole one. Yeah, you have to work on being a whole one, not right. that you're necessarily whole. Because no one's coming to the situation. Yeah, right. You're right. not coming to marriage. Yeah, whole. you're not coming whole. It's making you whole. Right. It's force. Like you know, what I mean, yeah. I, that's how I look at it in my yeah. life. It's like though I was married. I'm married to this woman, and my friends are looking up to me because I'm not. I was 26. I got married on my 26th birthday. Right. So Which is tough, by right. the way. It w- that I was her kind. idea. Yeah. She did it, but it was a beautiful day, and yeah. I like don't regret it. I love it. Yeah. It's a nice reminder. It's like a rebirth of myself on my right. birthday. Yeah. Um, and when we did that, a lot of people looked up to us because 26 to me is not young to be getting married, in my opinion. I think that's about the right age in my head, right. how I feel about it. Yeah. But people in our circles, we were the first right. to take the step the way we did it. Right. So I can understand why it was so like, oh, my God, like I really look up to y'all. But to me, I was like, I'm a little shook, bro. I'm a right. little because I, I understand marriage and I value marriage and mm-hmm. I understand what God can do for people in marriage, but I know that it takes a lot of work. Yeah. So ultimately, because I know I'm no, speaking no, around no, the issue, no. but it's just because it's so layered, it's easy yeah, to like get yeah. off topic. No, yeah. But um, go ahead, drive the train, bro. You got it. Go ahead. I think that stay in your bag. Being married helped me to do more self evaluation because I yeah. think the way to deal with that trauma and all of that guilt and the things that you take on and some of the byproducts of how you acted in other situations because mm-hmm. of your upbringing, like you said, mm-hmm. it does get passed down. Yeah. And if it goes undealt, it remains in a cycle. Yeah, Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, me being married is different for me. Mm-hmm. It's a new experience. And then I have another person who's kind of forcing me. Like, I think the hardest thing to do specifically for us, specifically right. as black men, right. is to be vulnerable and like oh, yeah, naked definitely. and stripped down in front of somebody. Definitely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's not a comfortable feeling. So my wife, thank God for her, right. has helped me get to a place where I can be 100% comfortable with myself, with my past, whatever it right. is. And that's helped me be able to accept the things that I've been through. Right. That's like... We remember, remember that day we chopped it up outside your crib and we were talking about it. I was I was telling like it was bro, it had to be like the one month into marriage. And I was telling you about like a phone call I got that was yes, off the wall. Sir. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And like yeah. I remember like calling my stepmom, like, yo, like, what do I do about mm-hmm. this? Um, because it was so trifling, so off the wall. But like sitting in my wife's face, like you said, like and I agree with you. Like I'm so thankful for my wife. I'm so thankful for mm-hmm. what, how God made her, who mm-hmm. she is, how she deals with drama, yeah. how she deals with Tia, myself. My you know what favorite. I'm saying? She's so peaceful, yeah. and so gracious that like when I had to tell her, I didn't do anything wrong for for the record. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's not nothing that I did. It's just something that was presented to me that like you said. And like, it was left field. It was disrespectful. It was, less, it was left field. It was and I was just like, like it. I facing her, I had to face those like the the cycles like you know it's like like say like you know like off of lovecraft right tick is dealing with abuse from his pops yeah. and that that deal that trickles down to how he relates to letty yeah. and stuff like that you know what i mean it, it was, was like deeply that rooted. so i mm. i agree with you that like marriage definitely for me has allowed me to address parts of myself being vulnerable is tough um you know bearing her emotions as well is yeah. tough it's a um, lot. It's she a has, lot. She has her own things to overcome, and yeah. you as a husband, you know, yeah. it's up to you to not solve her problems, but to also help her get through right. hers like she helps you get through yours. Right. Like, and, you know what I mean? And sometimes that's hard. I'm going to keep it a bean. Like, it's hard for me to not want to solve her problems because it's like, yo, I want to help you. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, yeah. A plus, you know, one plus one equals two. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I want to help you get through that. Um, yeah. I guess going back to, like, marriage, right? Got married at 26. Tay was like what? 20? She was 25. She's 25. right behind me. So right. my birthday's September 23rd. We got married. Her birthday's right. Halloween. So right. she turns that Coming year. Up, well, we got like so she's a year under me. So she was turning 25. Okay. She was 24. I was 26 on that day. She was turning 25. But then some people like looked at that like as you're getting married young. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I guess now people are looking at like 30, 35, 40 is when you should get married. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about like the misconceptions of being married, like the cultural view of being married. Like, yo, like for dudes, it's like, I'm not getting no ass from all mm-hmm. these other shorties. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. going to be locked down one person. Mm-hmm. I got to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just like t- talk about getting married young. Yeah, um, th- those thoughts. Yes. Societal thoughts. Yes. Let's break. Uh, let's break. <laughs> let's break all those societal um, thoughts of what marriage is like. And yeah, I think Tay said it best. Yeah. And she made me reevaluate the way I thought about marriage. I mm. never thought about it being tied down to one other person. I feel like that's a wit, a, a mad, like morbid way to think right. about life. Right. Um. You know how they do the ball and chain thing when you had your bachelor weekend right. and you try to tell you, yeah, man, you tied down. Yeah. Blah, blah. It's funny. Right. But if you really think like that. Yeah. You, you won't be unsuccessful. Yeah, or like, like you remember those like pictures of uh, the black guy holding the world, and it's like the <laughs> yeah. it's like the, the woman she was like give right. me more. Right. Yeah. But yeah. um, I think that that's the way people look at life. I think yeah. that she said what she specifically said was, I don't like that thought of life because it's all she said for me. It's spending the rest of my life with my best friend. Mm. And I felt it when she said it. And if I feel stuff, I usually, like, it usually deposits. Like, right. I always call it points in my heart. I make people laugh. Like, right. I'm like if you got that, it's right. a deposit you made. Something I'm always going to remember the rest of my life. Right. So um, she just said that. We were talking. I think we were doing one of these kind of things on live with somebody. And she right. just was like, I'm spending the rest of my life with my best friend. Mm. Through the good, through the bad, mm. through their struggles, through mine, through right. us having kids together, through us deciding to do life together. This is my best friend. Right. So this is the one person on earth that I feel like knows me more than anybody else. Yeah. So when people say like, "Yeah, you tied down," I'm like, "Bro, attraction does not go away." Yeah. You, you feel me? Right, like I'm like, right. when we out. Right. When we out, like, and women see me, yeah. And when men see her and try to talk to her, and right. she probably sees a man that she probably thinks is attractive. Right. She's married, so she's going to handle it differently. Right. Exactly. But like, the truth is not feeling like I feel like a lot of us get into. You better not be looking at nobody else. I better exactly. not see you thinking about nobody else. And yeah. I'm like, bro, are you serious? Yeah. Because a lot of times it be the men who say that kind of thing, and I'm mm-hmm. looking like. Bro, but when you go out and you see chicks that's bad, you mm-hmm. acknowledge that they're bad. That don't mean you go ask for that yeah, number. You're a yeah. married man. But, yeah. like, so you can acknowledge that somebody is attractive yeah. and move forward. So, breaking that, like, I get a lot of, well, I wouldn't say I get a lot of. Some of my closest friends, even my brother, like, they're on their, like, way to, to marriage. Yeah. And they're trying to rectify, like, you know, on one hand, it's like, you know, I'm leaving this part of myself behind. Yeah. I'm evolving. Right, um, I'm leaving the trips to Miami with mm-hmm. the homies and yeah, you know I mean, and the bikes and stuff. Yeah, and then I'm com- I'm becoming a person that I want to be, um, but they're also battling the mistakes that they made, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's with other women or the women that woman that they're with presently, mm-hmm. um, and they're just trying to figure out like how to actually do that mm-hmm. practically. And a lot of things I say to them is like, yo, you gotta forgive yourself from the things you did in the past. 1,000%. Like, you know, I think I, I think I'm kind of like a self, and I could be deceiving myself, but I feel like I'm accountable for certain things I've done. Mm-hmm. I try to apologize if I mm-hmm. did something wrong, but like, knowing that like you're with this person now, I feel like, like you said, like like Tay said, like you're you're making the conscious decision to be with your best friend, um, you know, for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but even in that, bro, and I think that this is something that's really key. I talked to one of our homies, mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention his name. I'm going to keep him off the record. Um, <laughs> he said something that I felt so deeply recently is like, I know I should love my woman deeply. Yes. Deeper. Mm-hmm. But because past situations have stripped that from me, it's like you're kind of numb to a certain extent. And you have to like learn how to like love through that. Like mm-hmm. come to the like for me it's like I had to come to the realization that I'm not the man that I think that I am. Mm-hmm. And within that becomes growth because now I can look at how I love my wife and how I relate to other people that are around me mm-hmm. to be better. Mm-hmm. And I guess when I heard my boy say that, I was like, damn, like I'm not the only nigga that's like really oh, like growing. You're right. You right, know what I mean? Cause right. like like you another dude that's realizing telling me Yo, I realize that I don't love my woman how I should. How I should, right. I don't love Which my Which is also a hard mirror, to, it's a hard reflection to look at sometimes. Exactly. Because that translate like how that translates to how you make love with mm-hmm. your wife or your girl. Like, how mm-hmm. do you, like, give counsel? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's, like, a deep thing that, like, I don't know, it just kind of blew my mind that, like, 
someone could be so vulnerable, especially a black male, to say like, "Yo, I know I'm not that person, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be that person." Right. Um, so like, given what he said, and knowing that he's not the person, or I'm not the person that I believe that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you f- have you ever found yourself in a situation where you know that you're not loving your wife to the caliber that you should? Mm-hmm. Whether that's the responsibility that you're given from God, mm-hmm. or also your duty to you know your wife, also your sister in the Lord. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like how like have you ever thought about that or experienced that in any capacity? Because like we look at you like you're the first person to get married, so we're looking at you like mm-hmm. I have. Yeah, most most definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't think that it was in marriage though. So that's why I tell people. I think it was more so in dating. Mm. Um, we've been through some stuff, especially. I think the thing about us that's kind of cool, yeah. Um, in the sense to big us up a little bit, is that we kind of navigated the dating world of college. Yeah. Um, coming yeah. together in college, which is a little tough, a little more tough, if you want to be honest. Sometimes, no, yeah, in my is. opinion, um, to work toward marriage and to still get to this place. So yeah. I kind of big us up for having enough passion for each other mm-hmm. to want to fight. Mm even when we kind of didn't want to. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Still push through and persevere. Um, I think our issues were then. Um, she was in a, in a lot of, like, situations with guys in her past Yeah, that kind of molded the way that she acted when we started dating. Right. So that had a problem for me because I had to think from two lenses. So this is an example for me, yeah. which made me kind of decide that this is what I wanted. Yeah. Um, before mm, we let's talk about that. Marriage. Let's talk about the deciding um, what you wanted. Go ahead, bro. I am a Libra. Okay. Um, talk about it. I am outgoing. Talk about I it. I like to have fun. Let them know. Um, I'm honest. Mm. I'm loyal. That's true. To a fault. Um, well, used to be, but loyal to a fault. Yeah. I am very kind. Sometimes I get the short end of the stick because of how kind I am. Mm. Um. I'm insecure sometimes. Yeah. Um, just because I of agree. my past, like anybody else. Right. Um, but I got passion. I'm yeah. passionate. So yeah. when I care, I yeah. care. You're there. You know, when I'm right. there, I'm there. You don't right. have to worry about me drifting away. Right. And it may seem like that mm-hmm. because I'm surrounded by a lot of people sometimes. That's true. Um, so people have this perception of me, um, when they meet me or before they meet me, that I'm this popular, cool guy. Yeah. And with popular and cool comes arrogant in I'm people's gonna, head. I'm not going to lie. I had that when we first, I don't think you ever knew this, but I had that when we first met. Because I'm like, Izzy cool as shit. Mm. Izzy know all these damn people. Who am I to be Izzy's friend? But So like you would dap me up and I'm like, this nigga dap me up. But that is the pr- that's why I had beef with so many people on the yeah. low. Yeah. Because of that. And I think yeah. it used to make me mad because I'm like, even if that's the way you feel based on perception, you don't yeah. know me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I used True. to get offended by that because I'm like, if you take the time to get to know me, you would see that even though all these people are attracted to me for whatever reason as a friend or I, I know a lot of people or network with a lot of people, I have right. a good reputation, which nobody really cares about when it comes to me, I, myself. Yeah. But though those things are true, I'm mm-hmm. still a human being who still has like, Emotions. I'm probably the polar opposite of what people think. Right. Because I'm surrounded by people a lot. Yeah. They probably think that I like that I'm an extrovert completely. Mm-hmm. And that's not the truth. Yeah. But when um, you get to know me, you hang around yeah. me. It is far <laughs> it's far from yeah. It's far from it. The things yeah. I like to do is far from that. Yeah. Um and I think that that's why I have very few close friends now, because I feel like people have gotten to know me. Right. And they kinda see that it's like mm. Mm. Be chilling. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? I be yeah. chilling. I just want peace, bro. I did not have that growing up. I right. just want a peaceful life. Yo, um. <laughs> we just brought the key. Yo, we got to talk about a peaceful life, bro. Oh, my God. Um, damn, bro. You brought up something that, like, I've been really thinking about recently. Um, I really forgot. I'm going to cut this, like, blank. No, no, bro. bro. I really forgot, like, what we were just talking about because you floated onto talking about wh- – where did we start from where? Who you – how people perceive oh, you. Oh, perceive per- perception and you saying that basically you thought the same thing kind of, like, when you met me. But what do we le- – how do we lead into that? I'm going to edit a lot of I this I feel like we're losing that, too. Oh, I know. Wh- yeah, where do we go? We got so much to talk about. That's what the thing do. is. Yeah. We might have to do a part two, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm We're going to go back, figure it out, yeah. and come back for a part two. Yeah. The peaceful life, though. Yeah. And what what does that look like for you? I've asked a couple of people, like, what does that look like for you to have a peaceful life? Uh, For me... 
um, a peaceful life means to be comfortable yeah. financially. Um, it has nothing to do with being rich or wealthy or like, you know me, having way more money than I can spend. It's not. Yeah. It's just being comfortable, yeah. not having to worry about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Finances necessarily in that yeah. sense. Um, that's on the surface, but also peaceful means being surrounded by love, being surrounded by trust, being surrounded by genuine people, real mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. and honest people. Yeah. Um, I think they make, when you spend your time around people like that, it makes you want to be a more loving, a more right. kind, a more honest person. Right. Um, so that uh, also, I guess, handling my family with patience and care. Mm. Um, and that's a duty of mine yeah. for myself, which I hold myself really high to, is I don't care what we're going through or what's right. going on. I should be exhibit, exhibiting kindness and patience and love to my family. Right. That looks different for a lot of people. Yeah. Doesn't mean you gotta be a pushover. Doesn't mean you gotta do what everybody says. Right. It means that your patience level and the way you handle your family needs to be with that. So right. if my wife is getting on my nerves, I could be like, babe, like, right. right now it's not you, I just need a little bit of time. Right. You know what I mean? And right. you can say that with love, then, la then rather than lashing out because you feel overwhelmed. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Why do you think people think that like, being on the peaceful end or doing things in a peaceful way is like a sign of weakness. Because I feel like some people think that they have to lash mm. to exude some type of power. dominance, yeah, or power, mm. when there's not really any power in that. Yeah, I don't. I think it's upbringing and surroundings. Yeah, I say. I think a lot of times it's the way you know people handle things, and like, yeah, you especially with your family, y'all know. Right. What's what and how it goes. Right. If you're used to seeing your parents lash out at each other right. when you're a kid or your cousin or whoever you were raised by, right. like, you know, that's the way a lot of people respond. Like, yeah. this is the way things get done. Then right. when you start to realize that it really doesn't get much done but create bigger conflict, because right. I lashed out at you, and now you lashed out at me because right. I lashed out at you. Right. So we're no longer even arguing about what I lashed about. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Not, we're getting further and further away from the reasoning. Right. So when I think about that, it makes me a more patient person. So I don't mm -hmm. yell at my wife. Right. Because if I yell That's at true. her, she's going to say, nigga, have you lost your mind? <laughs> Goddamn. Who you yelling at? And I'm going to be like, I'm yelling at you. And next thing you know. Right. We next thing you know, she hits you with the now, fucking cast iron. Bruh. and Yeah. <laughs> or, or you dip and you leave. And now. It's a broken home. When she's telling her friends and she's talking to her little group chat about you, right, her group yeah. chat is sister circle. When she talking about them, she's right. talking about what you did and not why you did it. Because right. y'all never made it to that point. Right. Instead of me just saying, babe, this is not you. Right. Like, you got to give me a little bit of time. I'm overwhelmed today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like when we talked about the fences conversation, right, bringing it back to that, I agree it does start with you as the man in a household mm -hmm. dictating the environment and how things run. Mm -hmm. So when we talked about how like the dad related to his son, like I feel like even with like the things he the father Denzel dealt with with his wife, I think it was Viola Davis, yeah. like it just tricked like that's how he handled his household. Mm -hmm. He mishandled his household. Yeah. And that mishandling dealt with, you know, cheating or whatever mm -hmm. and you know mishandling his son. Coming back to what you said, like I think that's a wise thing to do obviously and it's the right thing to do is like not lash out on your wife yeah and it doesn't always go like that no you know what that, i'm saying that, like that's, it, that's what i don't want anybody to right get yeah like don't get it yeah because don't get it twisted. Post, you know we post ourselves in the best light we talk yeah. about our successes yeah and things like that and i do talk about some of the negatives but i think that some people when they see you in that position and they see that you've been consistent right. and your wife is consistently happy right and or from the outlooks of it or whatever right they assume that you think that you're like holier than thou. Wow, that yeah. is that's, that's not it, bro. Just to let y'all know who's yeah. listening. That is the furthest thing from the truth. Right. Right. Not just because I'm saying what I should be doing doesn't mean I always just do, do it. it. Exactly. You feel me? Let's yes. let's clear that up. Yes. Because it goes along with that back to the tying it up with the popularity conversation thing. Right. You see that when this person walks in the room, everybody seems to smile or be happy that they're there. Right. And you assume some people either think in their head, and they can't even comprehend it sometimes. Why am I envious of this person? Right. Or why do I not like this person because everybody else likes this person instead of really just going, well, he seemed cool. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Let me, yeah. maybe if I get to know him, we can be cool. Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. Instead of it being more on an envious end. Because right. I had people that I'm close friends with who didn't like me, and they like. Yeah. It's crazy that people think that's, but like you be at fine wine, just sipping your wine in the corner, just minding your and damn business. And I came to mind my business. Yeah, and like, like kick it. Like ain't nobody trying to come here to size you up. Right. Like, and I think that's the thing about people is like, 
you giving you giving yourself a little bit too much credit when it comes to that. Like That's the way you see somebody on the outlook, I feel like if I don't know anybody, I don't speak on people's lives that I don't know. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not my place anyway to speak on anybody, but more so like I don't know you. I only know you from what people told me, right. which could be a lie or it sure. could be the truth. Yeah. Either way, it don't matter. Yeah. Like you feel me? Yeah. But like, I don't know you until I think I until I, me and you talked about this. Yeah, I was literally about I to said, say yeah. When you know me, right, and then you say something. Then I'll give it life. Yeah. Like I'll pay attention to it. Like yeah. Norm said that. Yeah. Let me call him and see why he feel that way. Right. And not to come at you and call you and be like, yo, bro, what you mean? Like, right. like no, but more like, yo, bro, I heard you express mm. blah blah. Mm. Why mm. do you feel that way? Did I do something? We had this talk before yeah, when we, we was did. mending up when we was coming back yeah. to being like tight. Yeah. It was just like, did I do something to you? Because right. I felt this from you. And you right. like, no, probably not. Maybe I was going through something else at the right. time. Yeah. And us as men, we don't do enough. Yeah. Of that, yeah, we don't. Is he and we different than women because women will go talk about it to their other friends and they'll like mm-hmm. be skating around it. We'll like deal with it internally, yeah, and come and back together it. and see what the vibe is. Like yeah. if I see you and I haven't seen you in six months, bro, that's so how true. do we dap each other up? That's how so do we true. embrace each other when we bro. see each other? Do we have conversation while we're at the same place or not? Bro, it's mental chess. You bro. know what I'm saying? That's why, like, sometimes, like, and I'll be going through stuff, like, you know, with our boys or whatever, and I try to preface these situations where we're coming back together, like. Let's just hash it out. I'm going to still be the same nigga that I am to you. I'm going to still show you love and dap you up and pour the shot. So what's going on? So, yeah. That's it. And I I think think that if we just do that, it is a lot of insecurity. And I think that it also is sometimes not knowing. Yeah. So the unknown to some people is scary. Yes. Scary or a little bit more overwhelming emotionally than they want it to necessarily be. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. But I think that the, the sooner you, we talk about all the time, acceptance. You yeah. accept what something is so you can right. move forward. Right. If you keep being in denial, like me about my trauma growing up, mm-hmm. I didn't tell my wife about some of my trauma that I dealt with growing up until I was married to her. Yeah. That's hard, too, bro. And I still was telling her, and I was shaking, like, yo, yeah. if I tell her I did this or I tell her this and that, is she going to see me differently? Right. Is she going to think I was lying to her all along? That, right. Those are lies and fear from the it enemy. Yeah. Make you feel like, right. don't tell nobody nothing right. about that because... Right. People gonna think this, and they gonna say this, and then you think about okay, and after they think it, then what? But then also <laughs> that like like relating that horizontally to people who you know, your wife, your friends, mm. whomever, it also is lost in the to relate to the Lord vertically, because it's like you're not even bringing this up to God. Right, you're getting consumed by it. Right, like and that's the difference. Yeah, I think that's back to peaceful life. We can keep yeah, tying like, it back. Keep tying. That's a part of living a peaceful life. Is yeah. that even though because we're gonna go through stuff, we're gonna mm-hmm. go through. Problems mm-hmm. and sin are not going to stop happening. Right. right. Whatever we look at sin as, whether we're religious people or not, right. wrongdoing, yeah. evil doings, those things are not right. going to stop happening. Yeah. The thing is, is that what kind of village you got around you, but more importantly, if you don't even have a village, which is cool too, if you yeah. live in solitude, if that's the way you like to live because it's more peaceful. Right. Um, I feel like that's wrong to live in solitude. I think it's wrong too. I think we're all here, like yeah. we're here for each other. But I think yeah. that the trust part has been broken when it comes to that with people because True. of the way people mishandle people. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, and it's like That's I think that people, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like the mishandling because a lot of times we 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 judge people by the things that they do to us because we mm-hmm. hurt, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. But if you really look, and I've been through it with my wife, mm-hmm. she did this. I shouldn't even be speaking to you right now. That's when we were dating early on. I right. told her you right. can ask her. Like I don't want to be here. Right. So that's why we're getting back to that. Like, yeah. I don't really want to be here right now. Mm. And to tell somebody that and to look them in the face mm-hmm. and for them to be like, I get it. I know you don't want to be here, but like, mm. as selfish as this sounds, mm. I need you here. I want you to still be here. I want to do this. And for you to be the kind of person to go, that's what made me make my mind up. Right. I considered, I was like, okay. Yeah. Oh, make your mind up. <laughs> We switched that's topics like four times. Yo, we sorry, like, yo. We apologize. Yo. We apologize. Yes, that's what we were going to talk about you. with me. Yeah. But okay. it's like, yeah. when you go through all those things with somebody, because we just went all the way around the block, yo, like, did. and back. But, yeah. like, when you go to the place where you felt, you feel wronged by somebody. Yeah. But you can understand why they did you wrong. Yeah. And be okay with it and know that it's not their fault. Yeah. Because of the trauma that they have dealt with previously, yeah. Yeah. you are getting the, 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 the raw end of that. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve it. Right. But because it happened to you, people pass trauma on, like we talked about. Yeah. Now I got to say, we're going to have to figure out why you did it. Right. 
You know what I mean? Right. What you did or whatever. It could be the smallest thing. It just be the way somebody treats you. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you treat me like that? Right. Like, you know what I mean? And then right. she's like, I didn't even know that it was that bad. I didn't know I was doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then also deal with the root of that mm-hmm. so that she can be like, I never want to make you feel like that again. Right. Like, my fault. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you be able to be like, I can understand that. And if you promise me that you're going mm-hmm. to try to and be better. grace. Yeah, extending yeah. grace the way God does to us because we right. ask God for grace all the time. Yeah. And and we ask God for forgiveness every day. You should be. Yeah. So And God gives it to you because you are still here. You're right. still living. So it's like, why can't we, to an extent, of course, right. extend yeah. that same grace to people? Why is it so hard to do that? Yeah, I feel like, you know, when people talk about, like, the inconvenience, incommunicable and communicable attributes of God, mm-hmm. right? Like, we have certain things, we made in the image of God, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. The things that we're not omnipresent or whatever. For me, I have, like, a justice thing. And I feel like if I can give grace to people, like you said, like, to an extent. Yeah. Um, and after that, I'm just like, I'm dead in you. And it's, like, kind of hard because I know, like, I should extend grace because that's what God does to me. But I feel like when it's conscious... Like when you know you do something mm-hmm. wrong, like you have the ability to like, and I'm still gonna be here to be like to chop it up and be like, okay, like you know you did me wrong, I did you wrong, I can send grace then. Mm-hmm. But like off initial like extending grace, like I feel like nah, like I can't do that. And I feel like to bring it back to yeah. peaceful life, yeah. I feel like I've dealt with managing other people's like emotions mm-hmm. and like cognitively trying to figure out why they do what they do, right. which disrupts my peace. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, bro. Like, Once we get to a position where like we can talk about things mm-hmm. and that like chops up like how you feel, how I felt, whatever the case may be, then yeah. I can extend grace. Okay. And then that could be peace. I get that. Whipping the block again, though, right. to like peace in terms of choosing and why I chose to be married and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like, and this is, like, again, part two conversation. I think, like, yeah. overall, I say it a lot. Like, I look at, like, the practical situation. I feel like I had a, I had to accept the fact of, like, one, I knew, like, I knew Tia was a woman I was going to marry when I first met her. I feel, it was hands I down. the same thing. It was, like, I already knew, like, yeah. this is the person I'm mm. going to marry. And it wasn't, like, off of, like, she bad. Because mm. she is bad. Yeah. To me. You know what I'm saying? Or to other people. She's but it's just, like, bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that, brother. Um, but I just knew, like, it was something about her aura and her spirit mm. that went in, like, I talked to her, then it just confirmed, like, who she was. But I feel like to decide to get married, it was like, I don't have the capacity to be out here doing whatever. Crazy. I don't. Um, I feel <laughs> like... <laughs> like I'm I, not laughing, but I feel like looking at... Because we're sitting in the same room right now, y'all. Yeah. I'm looking at this man, <laughs> and I feel in my soul that he really means that. I do that. not have the damn <laughs> capacity. And it's not like from, like, to say that on, like, to blame a woman. It's like, even for myself, like, I feel like I just don't... I don't have the drama to, like, deal with somebody, then, you know, I don't just don't... I just don't want to do that. Yeah. But I also felt like... I was deserving of something that um, she provided. And it's not like, oh, I did her wrong and I came back and blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. just like, I just realized, like, this is the person I want to be with. Uh-huh. This is who I am in the Lord. This mm. is who I am. I made mistakes, whatever yeah. the case may be. But, like, who do I want to spend my time with? Who is, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who is deserving of that and yeah. who is reciprocating that to me? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, like, for me, it was like, this is what brings me peace. Being with you brings me peace. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's not a manufactured thing from the enemy that people try to, like, psychoanalyze you and be like, yo, you making the wrong decision. Like, nah, bro, like, I just know what's real and what's not. Circling back to peace for me, like, it just looks like I don't want to be caught up in bullshit. Like, I don't want to be... That's why you don't catch me on the block. Mm -hmm. That's why you don't really, like... Yeah. I just don't want to be a part of it. And I feel like... That's all right, though. Yeah, like, I just... But, like, I feel like... Now it's like I want my son to grow up somewhere safe. Mm-hmm. I want my wife to flourish. I want my family to flourish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you know, being in Philly is very. And then peace also comes to like the opposite of growing up in Philly. Mm-hmm. Anything that we've experienced <laughs> in this fucking city, it's the complete opposite. That's what I want. That's what you Everything want. Everything that's not this. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, and it's not just like assimilating the white culture. No. Like I want to go live in Armour because it's like yeah. 
presume no. peaceful. It's just like I just don't want to be in the city. Yeah, it doesn't bring peace for you or your family. Yeah. Um. So yeah, bro. I mean, we we floated on a lot of different topics. I'm not sure if this is where we should put a pin and come back. But do you have anything on your heart that you want to put on wax? Um, I don't think I do. Um, like just anything? Just yeah, just anything. It'll be interesting when we have, you know, like our boys that do not particularly have the same outlook on us. Yeah, I like that. that I like was, that. That's going to be. Because I think we are on the same yeah. wavelength when it comes to thought. But we should be. I mean, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, in, in the most sense. I'm sure you have a probably parenting style that you want to do that may be a little bit different than me, which yeah. is perfectly fine. Yeah. But I think that overall, yeah, the difference Maybe right. somebody who's single and somebody who's dating yeah. that's not quite in, into the marriage life yeah. yet. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe we can split knowledge on both both right. ends. Right. Um, but I think overall, what I'll say is that oh, what we didn't talk about. <laughs> I don't know how long we have this conversation. I don't know how long we've been talking. Whatever, Jeez. don't matter. All right, so we gonna keep going a little bit. Uh, we... I think we got we got a little we got we got a little bit of time. All right. Um. No, we're going to dabble with that right, part okay, two. Okay, the part right. about being a creative with all of this. I think oh, that's the part yeah, that we didn't yeah, do. But yeah, that's part yeah. two. We'll save that for yeah. part two. Okay. Um, I think that, to me, I'm going to say, I'm going to just leave it with, I love life right now. Oh, yeah. And I think in all the challenges and things we talk about and some yeah. of the heavy stuff, sorry for dumping on y'all. Oh, um, yeah. That's I'm just the sorry. space I am in life. So I'm like, I can be vulnerable and honest about those things. Facts. But um, overall, I really love life. I'm grateful yeah. to be here. I'm grateful to have a kid on the way. Mm. Um, I'm excited. Mm. I got, I've done a lot of self-evaluation in the last couple of years. Mm. I've been married for three years, and I've been self-evaluating for, for three, three years. years. Yeah. And I think that it's been good, and my relationship yeah. with God has gotten better. And I'm not yeah. perfect, and I could do so many things better, but yeah. I see my progress. Yeah. And I'm going to big myself up and give myself credit to That's say that do I'm that. grateful do in that. the middle of a pandemic yeah. to be able to make my wife happy, mm. to be able to make my family feel safe, yeah. to be able to have a kid come in and be completely confident in my abilities to know that right. I'm going to be good for my kid. Right. Not that I'm going to be perfect, yeah. but I'm going to be a good provider and a good dad, whether it's girl dad or boy dad, right. like just a good dad. I'm yeah. grateful to feel like I have that capacity. Like the other night, Tay was like talking to me and she starts crying and I'm like, why are you crying? I know you're pregnant. Yeah. But she also has been chilling, but like right. she starts crying and she's just like, I'm very happy. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I felt it when she said it, and I'm like, that's what I want. Right. You know that's what I mean? What, that's what that I'm, filled me up, because yeah. I'm a words of affirmation, love language type person anyway. Right. So, like, right. being reaffirmed to me is everything. And when right. I can feel it in my soul and know that it's real, yeah. it feels good. So for your wife to cry and tell you that she's very happy, right? and I want to get more for her. I want her to have more. But for her to be in this space with me right. and be like, I'm very, very happy to be here and to be present. Right. I think that y'all, if y'all have that, fellas... Yeah, don't, don't. Women, ladies, yeah. anybody. If y'all have that with somebody, cherish that. Cherish appreciate it. that. Right. And live in it. Like, yeah. enjoy it. Stop worrying about so many anxieties. We all want more success. Yeah. We all want that. Right. Like, because that's real. That's, in, that's intangible. Yeah, that's something you, that you, you can't. You're going to want to be chasing yeah. something. But while you're chasing something, take the time out to, what they say, smell the flowers that you, right. that you planted. Facts. You still got stuff growing. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. I'm a plant dad, so right. like I oh, yeah, mean, yeah, we ain't talk about <laughs> we that. We talk yeah, about that later, yeah, but like yeah. I take pride in that. Yeah, and like I take the time out to look at my plants and go, right. "Wow, I had this plant. I propagated this joint, or this joint grew from here." Like, right. and just to see it still being taken care of and just be right. comfortable yeah. in that. So I'm taking the time out to do that. Y'all should do that. Be grateful. I know I'm gonna big you up too, bro. Cause like seeing your seeing your marriage flourish, seeing your thank you, brother. You know, boy or girl grow. It's like. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just great to see you grow as a man. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, and we are like us as brothers, like all the brothers that we are around too. It's like, dang, like I get to, I get to witness y'all grow and expand. Yeah. And like you said, like you know, Tay being grateful and happy where you are, like you know, just being centered in the moment, man. Yeah. I'm so happy and thankful to see what you're doing. Um, you. Because it is hard work, but like to, to like you get that that words of affirmation and hear that. That's like that confirmation you doing the right, right. thing. Because you could be doing the wrong thing. And it's not to say, like, my wife should be grateful because I could mm. be doing the wrong thing. It's like, it's dudes doing the wrong thing. And, and they chicks don't know that they're doing the wrong thing. And they thing. chicks don't know they're and doing they, the wrong I, the thing. And the chicks is out here living the fairy tale 
and you lying, bro. But that's different. Yeah, that's different. That's, that's another that's conversation. conversation. Yeah. Because that's, a, that's called deception. Right. And I ain't judging you for deception, but right. I think that you should look into yourself and go, mm-hmm. why do I feel the need to live a lie? But that's another conversation yeah, bro, that we're just going to have we later. Bloating. Y'all getting free wisdom. Sorry, y'all. We yeah. apologize. But I think that is just a part of looking into yourself as a man. And, like, yeah. I just think that it's, bro, we doing good work. Right. Like, regardless yeah. if we get acknowledgement of it on, on at any, all or yeah. not. Like, yeah. a lot of times they talk about Father's Day. And they talk about, like, how right. men don't necessarily get the out, right. like, support sometimes. Yeah. Like, Mother's Day is a big deal. Father's Day is like, eh. Yeah, it's like, eh. Right. Yeah. But, like. Next day. Y'all doing the fathers who are, I'm talking about the fathers, and I know there are a lot of black fathers who aren't in their children's life. I don't yeah. discredit that. I know there are a lot of single mothers out here mm-hmm. who want their child to have that experience, and mm-hmm. you're not wrong for wanting that. Mm-hmm. I no. do think, though, we should acknowledge the fathers. I can shout out a few fathers right now. Blair, yeah. Blair Austin, yeah, true, yeah. Um, Dante Booth. Yeah. Um, who else? What others? We got a lot of fathers, bro. My man, um, my man Mark Hollinger Chris Hutt, in Atlanta. Yeah. I see him with his son. Yeah. It's inspiring to see that. Like, yeah. We is a couple. It's a lot of people. If I ain't name y'all, my fault. Yeah, but like, a, a lot of y'all are, are dads. There's a lot of girl dads out here. Yeah. And it's like, shout out to y'all for continuing to show up. Right. And be here for your child because right. I know it can be overwhelming. Because I feel like having a child. I was talking to Lance Gross on Twitter. Mm, I mean, that's on, not on Twitter. Yeah, we ain't talk about on that. IG. Talk about it. I'm going too long, but yeah. <laughs> um, Lance Gross on IG, and right. I'm, and it's not to be boastful because what I did was, all I did was post, repost one of his pictures with his kid, and I was just right. like, this is like, he liked my dad's inspiration. Right. He had a girl and a boy, and it's like, right. not because of necessarily what he does, mm. but I or think it's just is. how, the vibe I feel from seeing him with right. his kids, I right. feel joy right. in that, and I feel like his kids feel joy with having him around and his family, it just, right. you know what I mean? It's yeah. a good feeling, so when I shout that out, he was, he like, big me up for giving him a shout out, right. and I just was like, yo, like, you are really an inspiration, because you showed me that, like, creativity mm-hmm. and family life can, can mix. mix, Yeah, because a lot of times the industry don't always promote that, Yeah, um, and I think that he was just giving me advice, and one thing, the piece of advice he gave me was always be a kid with your kids, mm-hmm. he said, because it it's going to mold and shape the memories that they have with you, and that's what's important. Right. When he said that, I was Bring like, Bring out the coloring books. Right. Where they at? Because sometimes you might be tired and you don't want to do that. And right. there are some days you will be like, no, not today. But right. overall, being their friend requires yeah. you to be a kid. Right. Yo, it, it kind of, I know we really floating. Yeah. But, like, it just trips me out to, like, I look at the ground a lot. Like, if you're around me and you see me, like, kind of going to the ether and the zenith in my mind, mm-hmm. and I look at the ground, I'm just visualizing that fact, like, my young boy going to be right yeah, here. Yeah, like... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, asking me, it's like, amazing, Dad, what's bro. this? It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I just felt the first real kicks oh, yesterday. Yeah, bro. Like, the one I, the one I felt before, because she's 22 weeks now, so right. the one I felt before a little while ago was more like I had to really put my hand close and really, like, be still. Right. To, like, feel it and kind of put my hand lightly. Right. This was one where, like, I put my hand and it was like... Bank. Like, I'm here. I, I, I wanted to start crying, bro. Yeah. And Tay looking like, don't cry. I see your <laughs> face. But, like, it's so amazing, bro. Yeah. Like, we're growing this life and we're literally watching it progress. Right. And it belongs, like... Yeah. It belongs to y'all. Yeah. Like, That's... this is y'all opportunity. And she always said that one day we're going to have this little baby just sitting right here between us. Right. And it's all what she's always wanted. So watching the fulfillment on that end is like priceless. Yeah. Like I'm grateful to be becoming a parent, but I'm more grateful right. that she's going to be a parent. Yeah. Because this is something not that I haven't always wanted it. I always knew I would have it. Right. Yeah. This is something that she has wanted since she's been mm. young. Mm. So to see her get it, bro. Yeah. Y'all can have everything right, else. Yeah, you can yeah, have a VIP yeah. section. You can right. have the club. You can have the chicks. You can have all that. Seeing that is priceless. The day I get to see her be a mom, yeah, like actually have her kid in her hand, right? I'm gonna have to go in the closet and cry. Yeah, bro, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's joy that cannot be described. That I don't know, bro. We're gonna we're gonna put a pin in on that. Yeah, we definitely we got gotta to. get a part. I think we should do a part two with our wives here, and then we should have a part three with the niggas here. Bro, you know I'm down for like. I All need a girl to ride, ride, ride. I need a girl to make. I don't know why that came to my mind. Like part the part one and part two versions. All right, yeah, bro. I'm like, yeah. I'm yeah. with it. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Like I know you got other guests. Shout out to y'all who be on, who's going to be on the show and who are on the show. Thank you, your part, um, bro. Thanks, bro. I'm happy to be here, bro. You mean? 
Get the good dap on me. It's all day, bro. You know Thanks, that, bro. but hey, boy. you are doing great things before we close out. I know we've been long-winded. Um, I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. And you need to do a better job. I'm, I'm going to say it so y'all can't hold him accountable. He is a perfectionist like I am, yeah. but he also is hard on himself. He's so yeah. much of a perfectionist that he's one of those people that does not know how to sit back and enjoy the fruits of his labor. So that's what I'm going to challenge you to do this year. Thank you. I in will. 2021, let's say that. Yeah, true. true. Um, to, to, to walk in what yeah. God is seeing you worthy of being. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because a lot of times we don't feel worthy of the stuff we have. And in a way, we aren't. Like You know what true. I mean? But ultimately, even though... You may not be feel like you're worthy. God feels that for you because it's happening for you. Yeah. So you got to sit there and go, thank you. Right. And be uh, happy. But uh, <laughs> that's later. But I'm proud of this man, man. Thanks, this is bro. dope. So I appreciate you having me. Thanks, bro. And it's a wrap. Just like that. We out. Peace. Thanks, bro.